Today on Game & Watch It, everyone has a Switch. Except me. Ha! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Game & Watch It. Today is Sunday, March 5th? Yes, Yeah. And the Switch it. has been out for two whole days. Unless you're one of those people that got one hot. How do you get one hot? I don't know. Apparently, some people stole them. Nintendo oh, yeah. Even they, they, had, they had a yeah. little leak. Yeah. UI leak. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy in every street corner selling switches. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, boy. You want some Zelda? Guys, I don't have a switch yet. <laughs> Got snippet yeah. clips for you. Yeah. So I pre ordered it at, uh, on bestbuy.ca. All right. And I got, I got Zelda as well. Yeah. And the mailman comes. I stayed home from work to pack, if anyone from work is listening. Mm-hmm. And just Zelda came. And I was like, where is the switch box. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, I'm just the mailman. So you're not the only one I've heard this happen to specifically from Best Buy, actually. Like Sarah's brother was saying the exact same thing happened to him. He got all of his peripherals in uh, from Best Buy, but no switch. I'm very upset. You yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But I am moving out this weekend, so I, I, I probably wouldn't have that much time to play with it anyways. But I did get to go to the midnight launch. Oh yeah, and Paul, you were to a, like a parallel store, maybe about. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was sad. <laughs> because you were unsuccessful as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I had mine pre-ordered, but a good friend of mine, Chris, and Chris, if you're listening, I'm still sorry. Uh, we sorry. We we got to the line at the Eaton Center, which is a gigantic mall here in Toronto, right in the downtown core, and we're waiting inside. And Chris goes to the washroom, and the guy right in front of me goes, "Hey, man." Do you uh did you pre-order? I'm like, no. And he's like, oh. He's like, well, the pre-order line's down there, and I was the last person to get a ticket here. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. You need a I'm ticket. Like, Fair enough. He's like, but, but. He's like, I have it on very good authority from like three or four people ahead of us. So somebody around that area got a ticket and left. Do you think, but even the, the employees at, at GameStop and EB Games, they would never uh, like allow you to do something like that yeah, just they're, so, said, they're so. so strict they're like if you don't have a ticket like you're, you're done oh no it wasn't even that okay so let me let me run through this like i'm sure they're not counting the tickets afterwards so, and be like, oh there's one short a, shit we got exactly throw, rz like we gotta throw we or uh we we gotta throw a switch to the first person that comes through the door well no what happened was while we were waiting in line because i spoke to chris after he got back from the washroom I'm like look i'm like i don't know what our chances are right now but if you want to stay and wait and hope that there is that one left because that guy left the line yeah we could try it and one of the managers, or the manager from that GameStop, came outside and was checking the line to make sure everybody had their tickets. Yep. And he came to us. He's like, yes, I have a ticket. We're like, no. He's like, well, we handed them out. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, these few guys over here, and they were listening, and they kind of you know, confirmed it for him, like said some guy left with this ticket. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, okay, okay. If you guys want to risk it, by all means, stay in line. Yeah. So yeah. if there was one left, he was making it seem like he was going to sell it to us. Yeah, yeah. I see. So we just waited there until what time did you get 2, out of there at? 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I got out, the, I got out of like, like uh, EB Games at like 1.45 and I tried to get into the mall, but it was locked and I was like, fuck this. I'm yeah, just going there's, home. there's only one entrance open at the mall at that time and it's the one where like the Firkin is on the south part of Young. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the main entrance. Yeah. It's, it, it, it was really fun though. The people we were hanging around in line were cool. Yeah. Me and Chris were watching the Leafs game because we're obvious hockey fans as well. Don't judge me. <laughs> no sports talk on this podcast. Yeah, also from what I hear that you were watching the hawking up until like 40 minutes yeah, I was before you, midnight. Paulie. I was shit-talking So you must have gotten there like 
20 minutes before midnight at best. Oh, yeah. So we started, we got there at around 11.15-ish. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous because I was at the flagship EB Games across the street. Oh, yeah. And the last ticket that was given out was 9.30. Or the, the my buddy who I was in line with, he got his ticket around 9.30 and it was sold out around that time. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. The, and guy, the other irony is that if you went to bed and woke up at a normal time, you would have seen my message that they are back on sale on Amazon in the morning of for course. like hours. Yeah, it's okay. Chris, I think made the right decision. I was talking with him earlier on, and uh, he's never played a Zelda game before. Oh, this is such a great he's, opportunity for yeah. him. Well, yes and no. Why not? It's such okay. a different uh, game. This is it's the like only brand. This it's is like the, a reboot. This is the only thing I want to say about the new Zelda game, and then I'm gonna like close my mouth about it until our next uh, episode. It helps if you've played the game before, just from a story perspective, to understand a few different things, and more specifically, get that like feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. And I've that's never played one thing. it, so I don't know. I mean, fair enough. But that's that's as as vague as, or sorry, that's as specific as I'm probably going to be with it. Okay. I think he made the right choice because the day after, he woke up that morning and messaged me right away, mm-hmm. obviously asking how the Switch is, how's the game, whatever. And he's like, I need to start from somewhere else. What should I play? And I'm like, Ocarina of Time. Wind Waker. No. Maybe later. Actually, I might let him borrow my Wii U for that. But either way, beyond the point, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Start with that. Then run from there because all he keeps talking about is I've never played this game. I don't think there's rules to that, Polly. I think there aren't, but it's there's a best way to do it. If anything, you should play the original Zelda because this is the closest game to that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I'm just saying getting into like oh my god, did you guys see the prototype? For how they made or how they they, they created concepts and ideas. Uh, yeah, and I lost my fucking mind because I thought they were making Zelda Maker because it looked exactly like the fucking Maker games. Yeah, it had that same drop uh, drop shadow style. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched a video maybe thirty seconds. Oh I, my god, I, just, RZ, I didn't care. <laughs> you missed out because it was real. That's how they created like. That's how they. That's how they. They made ideas for Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. at, like, very easily instead of going into the. the yeah, no, I, it's it's a smart idea, but it, like, it's why like I, I don't know. I don't find development videos particularly yeah. interesting. It and maybe a, it was at the time like I was still. Well, you didn't watch it all, RZ. So yeah. if you, if you actually watch it all, you might have a different perspective. Maybe I should educate myself. Yeah. But hold on, I'm not done arguing Polly's asinine point that he thinks that somebody should not play Breath of the Wild based on history of Zelda, like. Like, are you saying it's too hard? Like, is it too convoluted? No, no. I'm, I, again, just from a story perspective. Gameplay-wise, that game is so good. Yeah, I but would yeah. say it's, like, an excellent starting point for anyone playing. Like, Claire has no memories of Zelda games whatsoever. I She might have dabbled in the 64 one. She played the original NES. Fair enough. And that's all she remembers. But the other thing, when you're saying from a nostalgia standpoint, you can't buy nostalgia. Like, or maybe that's not the right turn of phrase. You can't, like... If Chris was to play Ocarina today and Breath of the Wild tomorrow, he's not going to have any nostalgia for Ocarina of Time. Uh, in a sense, he would. Like, ar- let's argue that somebody's watching um, The Last Airbender, yeah. right? Or they want to get into that yeah. series, but they want to start with Korra for some reason. Yeah. I will always say no. Watch The Last Airbender. It doesn't matter if you power through both series yeah, all in one go. That's story. Zelda yeah. is never... It's very rare for a Zelda game to continue a story. Yes, and that's fine. But there's still little pieces in there that you will understand better by having played the older games. But I don't think it's that important that you would think it makes more sense to do Ocarina of Time before Breath of the Wild. Anything, like, I, I strongly disagree. I anyway, say, I Cereal, was... if you're listening, just, just go play Breath of the Wild. Don't he's he's already he's already uh, he's already on Ocarina. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, 
leave us a note in the comment section below. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So I just want to jump back to, to um, the, the prototype for Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. I just want to make a, a, a statement yep. or a claim or a prediction on uh, the next 2D top-down Zelda game will be based on that engine, and I'm sure it's already in development. Mm. All right. Maybe cool. not in the same graphical style, but like just like a, a much like... Even a link between two worlds art style on top of that, and it's just... I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I would play the crap out of that. Uh, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> You're a Zelda maker. Like, it wouldn't be... Like, that would be an amazing thing to come up with. Yeah, I think that's really a little complicated to make a Zelda, a Zelda maker. I don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it's marketable. Of mm. course it is. You just got to be able to... I think the big piece is having... Instead of having enemies as, like, the major focal point of what you can create and do... Yeah. It's going to be more <clears throat> the worlds or maybe they'll limit it to just dungeons. Yeah, I, I like prove me wrong. I, I, I hope they can. I just I, I personally can't see it happening. Yeah, if there's any company that can pull off something like that, it's Nintendo yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to jump back to the launch party. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. So yeah. I, I had my different experience just across the street yep. at a different uh, launch midnight release. And we had Space Channel there. Space Oh channel? yeah, have you guys heard of it? Space.ca. That was not the same. Is that the space same thing? channel. Yeah. Yeah. Th not sci-fi yeah. space. Okay. Yeah. Space is the Canadian. The one. Canadian version. It's the like Canadian affiliated one. with like much music and all those other dying Canadian TV channels. Yeah. And uh, we had the kid from Stranger Things there. Oh yeah, uh, Finn. Finn. Finn Wolf Castle. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Is that the kid's name? Uh, yeah. Kin, <laughs> Kin Wolfheimer. I'm gonna look this yeah. up. Hold on. I have the email on my phone from EB Games, which I'm got at like 8.30 the next day after it happened. Like, yeah. what? what is it with EB Games emails <laughs> and coming out like 48 hours after what they're actually advertising? I don't understand. Because they are the scum of the earth and I hate them and I hate that I buy everything from them. Actually, the people at our, my EB Games location that night, they were so friendly and so nice and so accommodating. I was very... That's I was, rare. I know. I was so surprised and happy. And, oh, and they were enough. working so late. Well, guy, I mean, something else happened to you at that... Uh, at that launch party. I want to get back to the it. kid from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Finn Wolfhound. <laughs> there we go. The white kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, that kid's, yeah. That kid's strange They're all looking. They're white kids. No, there's the black kid too. He's like the best friend. There's a black kid. Oh, yeah. There's like a yeah, Spanish yeah, 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 kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's right. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, the kid's strange looking. I think he's a little brat. Because someone gave him, um, offered him uh, a water bottle. And he just took it out of their hands and didn't even look at him or say thank you. Wow. He just like walked up the stairs, grabbed it, and kept continuing walking. Like, ugh. Yeah, so I got yeah. the email from EB Games at 7.58 p.m. on the 3rd about the midnight <laughs> launch the previous night. Well, it doesn't matter because I, I, I contacted both of you guys if you guys wanted to come. I know, but it's still fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is the point of that? Like, so it, it says his name and everything. It's like featuring Finn Wolfhounds or yeah. Wolfhouse. So minutes before the uh, midnight launch, um, the host of... <laughs> The host of the Space Channel uh, decided to throw a little contest. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, he's like, let's play some Nintendo trivia. I'm like, oh, I got this. Uh -huh. This is so easy. So he starts going into it. And it's, it was only three questions. And the first one was, how many play modes does the Switch have? And I was like, oh, these questions are so lame. It's like marketing <sighs> bullshit, promotion stuff. So I wrote it off. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. The second question, um, how many, can anyone name three games from 1-2-Switch? I was like, ah, even if I could, I don't care. I don't want to play this game. Yeah. And then the third question is, what is the song featured in the launch trailer of the Nintendo Switch? Can you guys answer that? 
Nope. No. Well, I no can one, now, actually. No told, one could. He told me the story yesterday. <laughs> now, one other person put his hand up, and he's like, Ima- uh, Believe by Ma- Imagine Dragons, which was the song featured in the Super Bowl commercial. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then in the background is me saying, No! Objection! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wish actually, I said objection. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if you actually did. Uh, yeah. like, no, the correct answer is, uh, the name of the song is Ha Ha Ha. And, and the host is like, who said that? <laughs> and I was like, it's me. He was like, please come here. Like that, this me, is- the 30-year-old in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but... You, the 30-year-old virgin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I am not a virgin. But, uh, but yeah, I totally kicked that answer in the butt. And yeah. I was really proud of myself because no one else had any idea. Yeah, none of those children had any idea. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the guy was expecting them to like someone to look at on their phone. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, I got it. Then he's like, can you name the artist? And I was like, buddy, I'm not autistic. Like, <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> all right. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? It's cool. Just just come on board. Like, You won by a mile. Nice. Now, there, this was recorded on live footage, so my exaggerations might be a little far-fetched. But, well, uh, fair enough. I've been trying to contact Space Channel to uh, where I could find this footage because I, I want to see my, my shining moment. Oh, all right, cool. And I, I won a Mario Did, doll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and is this? Then the fuckers at EB Games tried to charge me for it. What? Yeah, when I went to go pick, pick up... Uh, oh, I also bought a 1-2 Switch. I bought a, uh, a Pro Controller. I bought the Zelda Amiibo and nice. the um, Bow the Bo, uh, Link Amiibo. Yeah. And then I had this this Mario plushie that I won. In the yeah. line, and an hour and a half later, I get to the cashier and they're like... I was like, I won. He's like, what? He's like, this is a prize. <laughs> huh? And it was so late. We're oh, all discombobulated. Yeah, everybody's was, like, "Was was Wolfgang Finney Pants still there? Who's that? I don't know. That kid the from kid. Stranger Things. No, he left like uh, probably like one ish. Ah, uh, poor kid was probably tired. People googling and goggling at him. Yeah, <laughs> grabbing his ass. But I remember I was uh, I got in there and <laughs> all right. I, I walked in. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, Polly. I get in there. <laughs> And everybody's like, I guess all these teenage girls were there not for the Switch, but for the kid. Yeah. There's a lot of fanatics just from Stranger Things. And I'm like, I'm walking between them. I'm like, what is going on? What's the situation? And the kid's like looking at me because everyone's kind of like standing a little back. Yeah. But I walk up right beside the kid and I'm like, move. Like, I need to talk to an employee. <laughs> and it was like, oh my God, who is this guy? It was me, Rusty. <laughs> Teehee. Okay, where are we going next in this podcast? <laughs> oh. We're not allowed to talk about Zelda, are we? Yeah, of course you are. Are we allowed to talk uh, about Zelda? Well, I wanted to save it for the next episode, give all of us a chance to play it so we can have a proper discussion. Well, let's discussion. talk about the, the impressions of the Switch, because we, we have a lot of... Yeah, have a first, lot of first impressions. Yeah, so now I know the RZ has, has a couple issues. Yeah, that Joy-Con connectivity thing, like, I thought at first it was, like, being overblown, because when am I going to put both hands on one Joy-Con? But literally, like, I could be sitting on my couch, and mm. I, like, lift my knees up, and my controller's on my lap, it will lose signal. Yeah, I'm going to call this thigh interference. <laughs> That's basically Jesus what it is. Christ. Like I kind of have to because my because <laughs> where my switch is set up is kind of close to the ground. I have to kind of like kick my ottoman out of the way. That way, there's like like these controllers need like line of sight. It's fucking ridiculous. That's they, really mine weird. Mine as well be wired. I've never experienced that though. I mean, I've had like plenty so, of hours with mine. You've and been I played playing portable. Zelda a lot. Now, yeah. how, how have you been playing mostly? Mostly now TV mode. Mostly in TV mode. So yeah. you put your, your two Joy-Cons in your... Into the uh, the grip. The, in the grip. Yeah. And you haven't had any experience. None. Weird. The only issue I've I've seen is any type of gyroscopic control can be a little finicky. 
Okay. It'll get out of uh, out of sync, or not necessarily out of sync. It'll you know, uh, it won't be calibrated properly, and then yeah. you have to restart whatever you're doing, and then it'll go back mm-hmm. to normal. I find it weird that both of you guys have two completely different stories. Yeah, and I, I don't know what the difference is. It, it could be just there's more wireless interference in my building than yours, or even playing oh. at your parents' house or at your condo. At my parents' place, yeah. Okay, it, it may be different when you go to your condo and you're going to have Wi-Fi's coming from all directions. Yeah. maybe it's your Sonos. Sonos? How do you could say be it? My Sonos? It could be that because, like, but, and I, like, I, yeah, I'm not going to... it's not Nintendo's fault. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to give I Nintendo do. shit for that page when they're saying, keep it away from aquariums, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just standard... Aquariums. Yeah, well, that's on the list of things to keep away from. That, that is one of the list of things to keep a, what Where, your system away from. Where is this list? In the manual? On uh, their website. Them, okay. Like, that's how they've responded to this yeah, so far. Yeah, because they, they have Weird. responded and they said they're looking into it. Yeah, so I, I don't know what's going to come of this. I can't possibly be the only one, but it's both of my Joy-Cons. Yeah. Like, I've had to completely move around where my dock is set up because of mm-hmm. this interference issue. And this is the kind of thing that was absolutely non-existent for, like, a GameCube controller and whenever it is the WaveBird came out. The WaveBird was the first wireless controller ever. That's a Nintendo invention as well. Uh, no, there was one for PlayStation that was out first. It was a pile of shit, but I... It, it was, was a pile of shit. The WaveBird a... was the first. The WaveBird was the... the first good one. Oh. Yeah, no, there was a bunch of oh. shit. There was, like, there was even wireless controllers for, like, Super Nintendo Mad and stuff Cats? like that. But they were just, yeah, they were terrible. It. Yeah, it, it was the first It was. It was one. IR. It was IR If this stuff. was Easy Allies, I'd, I'd hand you the Prove-It ticket. I think it's... I honestly think it's the Genesis. The Genesis had one, but it had, like, an infrared oh, scanner. Or, like, an infrared line, and you needed to have that line of sight for it to work. So it was just, like, the big piece of shit like a joy-con <laughs> yeah like a joy-con whereas like the gamecube i remember us being blown away when we first had like like look i can have a blanket over it yeah. I can, yeah. we, were, we were like walking out of the room and seeing how far away we can go and use wait, it wait, but i don't think it's an infrared thing with the joy-con because the, no it's bluetooth it's bluetooth yeah. yeah i was gonna say because the infrared is pointed towards you when it's in the yeah, grip it has nothing to do with the infrared yeah yeah, yeah. It, okay it's literally enough. it's just the yeah. the bluetooth re- uh receivers or transmitters whatever they are i guess transmitters i think it's just the Our, thigh interference is the biggest problem. I just like saying thigh interference. I know. But it, it's embarrassing. Like, this is... I can understand if this was, like, a little bit of interference if you had, like... If I had it closed in a cabinet where there was a solid wall. But, there, it, like, this is... I'm sitting on my couch in a comfortable resting position. Yeah. Um, with this controller sitting on my lap. And because there is an ottoman in the way... That is ca- that is causing intermittent connectivity issues. Yeah. Okay. So, is this a major issue online right now? Have there been a bunch of people complaining yes. about it? Yes. Okay. This is a serious issue. This is probably because, and I hate to say this, but remember when they announced or we found out or whatever it was that they didn't have enough units and they stopped production on the NES and asked Foxconn to start producing more and put all their focus on it. That's they might have rushed. Possible, a, but... They might have rushed a bunch of stuff. Well. Right? I don't know, but it's, it's possible. Could potentially be potentially be uh Yeah. But either way, quality. like I, I wonder how they're gonna handle this. Will because this is a Joy-Con issue, will future Joy-Cons quietly fix this issue? Will there be a recall? What will Nintendo do? Uh what will Nintendo do to, to Yeah. Well, I mean the there's two answers to this. What I think they should do is a recall. What I think they're On going just the to Joy-Cons? do. On yeah. all Joy-Cons? Yeah. If they find a major issue, all, it's it's going to be like I mean I work in the automotive industry. They're, they're going to find sure out what the impact this before. is, how big the impact is, and yeah, they're evaluating exactly what what happens is they just when somebody calls them with an issue, they put a warranty claim in. When there's enough warranty claims in, they send out a bulletin, and when there's 
even more than enough of that, and there's a gigantic percentage that's been recall logged by time. the company, recall time, nice. which is what they should do. Now, what I think they're going to do is not bring it to that stage, but everybody that calls is going to be pushed into that warranty sector. Mm. Therefore, send us your Joy-Cons. We'll pay for the shipping. We'll send you something back. Yeah, Nintendo's blah, 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 always been good for that. We, we know yeah. about the DS, that when, the hinge, when they had hinge problems. Yeah. I think I repaired my DS twice for free. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like it's a... Every, or I, I should say, I, I don't think this is something that's affecting every, uh, sorry, every single Switch. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of proof of that in a sense, at least. Yeah. But well, if there's yeah. enough of an uproar right now, it's it's a major issue for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see where it goes from here. Like, hopefully, I, who even knows? Like, maybe it could be something that can be done from a software side, but it's looking like a hardware issue to me that they're just I think you're right. weak Bluetooth transmitters. And in the modern day household, everybody's got wireless shit all over the damn place. Oh, yeah. And so I know the, the recommendation is that it's four feet away, but just think about that. Like, four feet? Four feet away from anything that would be generating a wireless signal. Uh, and that's what's how recommended. How is that even like a thing? I think they're just being safe by saying that. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's that's the case. Maybe it is for some people, but, like, I think it's just a general rule. I don't know. But this that's is... weird. For this being the make-or-break system for Nintendo, I, like, I just don't see how this could have gotten past their playtesting. Like, this was in Japan, where I'm assuming there's Wi-Fi being shot in every conceivable direction. That's ignorant. <laughs> or at least electronics. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> at least equivalent to North America... If not more dense. Yeah. Yeah. Where I have work. like in my condo unit, I have like interference from like 20 other Wi-Fi's going on. Oh, yeah. All the neighboring units. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. There, there's no way this didn't come up. So th- there had to be some knowledge this was going to happen. So the question is what they're going to do now. And who's to know well, until I, like it's the first weekend. Like like we'll see if we yeah. hear anything Monday. And then, I'm going to get my, yeah. my switch tomorrow, hopefully. And I'll be able to, to, to chime in on this on our next yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But in the meantime, you have your uh, Pro Controller, which uh, I haven't heard anything bad about in terms of interference. I haven't gotten mine yet. Mine's coming in on Monday. Do you want to touch mine? Uh, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, sure. Yeah, just, just touch it. <laughs> just, just, just give, give it a little tug. Oh, find this. There's a secret message hidden in there. Do you want to tell everybody where it is and, and how to find it? Uh, we need a light to see it. But, okay, I'll, uh, I'll lend you my iPhone with a little flashlight. It, it is under the... Uh, the right joystick and if you pull it all the way down and look at the clear area in the top it says thanks all game fans fans. (laughs) (laughs) oh wait there's an exclamation mark in there thanks to all game fans (laughs) that's cute eh? i like i like small little details like that yeah yeah me too it is really nice like it's comfortable this is your first time holding it oh my god the d-pad Oh, this is amazing. I'm very concerned. Is any, have any of you guys played um, Spectre Knight or Shovel Knight or anything that, that requires a D-pad on your oh, Switch? No, no, not yet. I have Shovel Knight on there, but I mean, come on. I've been spending all my time on Zelda. I know. I'm very curious to see how the Joy-Con D-pad alternate equivalent thing, is is, is it any good? Is it, mm. RZ? Have you tried it? Uh, I've, no, I, I don't have Shovel Knight on my... Uh, Even on Snipper my... Clips? Have you tried Snipper Clips on it? Because that requires a D-pad. It's not, it's not 360. Well, you could you could use analog. Yeah, but okay, fair enough. Uh, there is something a little weird that I'm noticing right now. Is as much as I love this D-pad because it's clicky as hell. Yeah, the A B X Y buttons are a little mushy. mushy. Yeah, they are, aren't they? I see. That's really weird. Now the Joy-Con, if I'm not mistaken, is it 
the exact are, are the buttons as clicky as a 3ds and i don't think as clicky as a 3ds but they are definitely better than that yeah yeah the d-pad's great yeah the buttons are a little mushy but i didn't want to uh, like, like i mean compare it to the d-pad like hit one and the other oh yeah because well, the d-pad a, is super clicky yeah though. but like, I, that's what you don't understand like just use the same system across the board if you're yeah. going to do that but it, like maybe maybe it's good like i have we I'm sure it's fine. I, I think now we're just because we're focusing on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got I you. I might even say the D-pad is a little too clicky for my taste. Oh, no, I love that. Like, it's a beautiful oh, controller, it's though. so good. Oh, and it comes with a USB-C to USB um, connector. Oh, yeah? So you don't have to go buy buy one if you want to, like, take it to take it on the go and you have an external battery. Yeah. It's, uh, it's perfect for that. I love the uh, weight of it, and I also love that the HD rumble is more in tune than versus when you're playing with the comfort grip because when you're using the comfort grip you're not actually your hands aren't comfort really, yeah oh the, the, the grip when yeah. you're using the grip with joy cons sad dog grip is what we call it that's what you call that's it that's what you call it. i think that, <laughs> hey it does look like a sad dog no it doesn't very yes, it does. only with the gray one when you have the neon ones it looks yeah. nothing like it it's like patches <laughs> Um, <laughs> but because your hands aren't actually on the Joy-Con for the most part, the, yeah. the HD rumble effect is lost a little bit yeah, when you're I using the upper grip. Whereas on the Pro Controller, I remember it just was that I much better. Oh, yeah, because we used we played... We used that at the demo when we were playing Splatoon. And oh, yeah. Pretty much right. everything we were doing was and with Pro Controller. And Fast Zero Racing was... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did feel the, the engine because that yeah. featured HD. Oh, yeah. HD rumble is the best. So now Zelda, how is it mimicking just regular SD rumble? How does SD wait, wait, Rumble feel? Before we do do that, I do want to get back to one point very quickly. Yeah, go for it. Because uh, it was about the uh, the D-pad. I like the fact that it's that clicky because of games like, let's say, Mario Maker, which is a huge thing for me, especially when it came down to like the D-pad. I don't find it I find it just as mushy as the other no, one. No, you're insane. It is so clicky. But I, you need that. It has the same clickiness as the, as the A button. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. I'm like telling I'm, you. I'm feeling the spring on you. Okay, whatever. Anyways. The clickiness isn't the spring. Mm. It's the click in, not out. It's a clickiness. They click, feel click, the click. same is what I, what I mean. Fair enough. I mean, it's subjective, I guess, at that point. But to me, it feels much clickier. Now, a reason to why I love that so much is, let's say, in Mario Maker, and you guys have both played, right? No. I love Mario Maker. Okay. Probably the game then, of the Wii U. Russell, you'll know what I'm talking about then. So let's say you're running, and uh, you accidentally, because the D-pads are usually pretty small, you accidentally hit like down while you're holding a shell and boom, you put on a helmet, but you didn't mean to do that. Oh, yes. I you know what I mean? That, yeah. Or like when you try to launch something, but you're accidentally hitting up and you're not noticing yeah. it and then boom, the shell goes that flying happens a lot up. even in Donkey Kong, like when you're like when you... you yeah. Just, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, and that to me was like a major issue with what Nintendo was doing with their controllers for the most part. Are we talking part. about the, the, the Wii U gamepad or 3DS? What are we talking about? Uh, Pro controller more specifically. Okay. But with that in mind, right? I mean, it's one of those situations where this is so much better. I know. It's one you of my favorite controllers. I, like, I love the look of it. I love yeah. the feel of it. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What time? What, what's our time? What are we running at? We got 20 minutes. We're in 20 minutes? No, we're at 40. We're at 40, yeah. So let's let's take a break. Okay, cool. Um, when we get back, we'll talk about some Nindies. All right, we had cool. a nice little direct. Wait, before we go, who's, who's picking the song? I want to pick a song because I never got to pick a song. No. Yet. Yeah, no, I, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Come on, guys. He's going to put on S Club never, 7. Yeah, never, we, don't like it. We, don't, we don't like it. I've never been able to pick a song. And I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I I'm not. It. I hate you. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, I'll give it to you. All okay, right. thank you. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, to completion. <laughs> in the meantime, take a listen to this and we'll see you on the other side. Wee wee.
Welcome back. You just heard Miyamoto featuring The Roots, or the other way around, uh, <laughs> playing uh, the theme song from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. 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 That was cute. Uh, what? <laughs> that was cute. 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 The burp. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. Cool. It's so cute. Yeah. Right. So me and Arzy had a fantastic brunch, which Polly missed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I was sleeping. I had cocoa banana pancakes with a side of bacon. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It was really good. Oh, damn it. I had a curried omelet. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. If you Yo-ho. live in Toronto, Ooh. you have to go to Mary Berry's. It's a small little cafe, and it's super good. In the, in the East End? Yeah, it's uh, right by uh, Wellesley Parliament area. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Cool. Okay. Um, recently, Nintendo uh, had a direct for some Nindies. And if you don't know what those are, those are Nintendo Indies. Yeah, cute. It's a cute name. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Um, any any highlights from it? Have you guys did you guys see it? Did you guys watch it? I no. saw the image. <laughs> I saw like the the uh, the splash. Image yeah, the splash thing on uh, on Reddit, but I can't remember. Yeah, some I, some some cool stuff. We got a, a sequel to SteamWorld Dig. Yes, that is mm-hmm. huge. In the art style of SteamWorld Heist. So it's, oh, okay, it's, it's more like a bl- light blue robots compared to that like steampunk yeah kind of yeah yeah kind of brown goldy beigey type yeah, it's stuff. a lot more colorful yeah. which i love color so yeah i got you it's cool it, that that game was like probably one of the more notable indie games of the past what two years three years so like that's big yeah and now you can find it on every system steam playstation yeah no of course I, i'd argue it's along the lines of like pixel decided to do cave story 2 for some reason like people would lose their fucking minds over that. oh yeah and state uh cave world is being released for cave story you mean or wait did i say cave world no, I said Cave Story. Oh, no, I just couldn't tell. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Anyways, yeah, Cave That's Story. That's coming but... to the Switch as well. Yep. Um, Ugalili was officially yeah. announced oh, for I it. I cannot wait for that game. Um, but it they didn't give a date, and they have a date for all the other systems. So I, I think it might be delayed. Oh, I, I, I am, like, all but certain it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Stardew Valley was the final... That was announced? yeah, that was a really cool one because yeah. the uh, the exclusivity of a, of a feature that they uh, announced with that co op yeah yeah big one which is perfect for Trixer. Well, it's just perfect for, for the yeah. The... How many people is it co op? Is it just two? I or? think it's just two. Yeah, it's two because you you share the joy. Yeah, you split your joy cons and uh and just have some fun. Oh, like it's like co- it's couch co op. Yeah, co op. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a feature that I've always wanted. Which which I was hoping for Animal Crossing to come out on the Wii U and being able to play on the gamepad and then your significant other or your friend yeah. play on the couch beside you on the TV. So it would be split screen, yeah. which mm. can't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. But it does excite me for the next Animal Crossing. Yeah. The Switch needs an Animal Crossing. Oh, it does. It does. Especially because the Wii U needed one bad. And we're like, hey, guys, we have a new Animal, game, animal Crossing game coming. Animal, Cro- Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Oh, I thought like, you were going to oh. say Happy Home Designer because that game is actually really good. Yeah, but that was 3DS, though. Yeah. That wasn't good. Wii U. Still yeah. good. Yeah, no, the Amiibo Festival was just a steaming pile of well, feces. We never played it. We heard it's a steaming pile of crap. I've watched enough videos to know it's a steaming pile of crap. I didn't even waste any time to watch videos on <laughs> Make it. Make your oh. own opinions, man. <laughs> it's true. But I think Don't shut up, sheeple. <laughs> Don't just listen to a bunch of people making reviews. You have to make your own opinions. If Based you're listening on... to people making opinions on a podcast or something, you must be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> oh, no, no, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But seriously. Uh, 
but not. <laughs> yeah. So everyone is complaining about the launch uh, lineup for the, the Switch. Switch. And uh, now, I like, don't understand why. There's so much going on right now. We have um, Spectre Knight. Yeah. We have Zelda. We have Snipper Clips, which which got pushed back to a launch. Yeah. I Am Setsuna, which I know is a late release, but still a fantastic game. And 1-2 Switch. Yeah. Like, the, it's, a, it's, it's a good... Bomberman and, R. Uh, it's still a launch title. Yeah. I know, but even still, even like, I, I, I have 1-2 Switch. I have Zelda. I'll, I'm definitely going to get Spectre Knight. Like, that's a lot of games to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know why Zelda people... alone is a lot of games to oh, play. Oh, dude. Like, this is this is my whole point with this. I don't understand how people are mad about this. Because look at, like, the PS4 launch. It was horrendous. The only game that was specifically made for that console outside of... Well, yeah, but dude, they were all just like games for previous generations. Just kind of upscaled. Upscaled for the PS4. So it was like, it was bullshit at that point. Yeah, fine. You could have... I think it was Call of Duty Ghosts at that point. You can make the argument that Breath of the Wild is uh, is the same same situation. Yeah, Yeah, but it is and it isn't. I mean, to me with that... They very blatantly said, like, yeah, I mean, you can play this on the Wii U, but the yeah. definitive version of this game is for the Switch. Well, so the reason and, they postponed it. the whole point it of the Switch is, is the portability, is the which portability. is something the Wii U cannot And, and if you say. can't understand that, then you're missing the point of the system. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But the, again, as I was saying before, the only game that was specifically made for the PS4 was Killzone Shadowfall. And, and yeah, I bought it because it was and, the only and game. Knack, I, I, oh, and Knack. You're right. Sorry, there was Knack. I was so like, into Knack until it got Knack reviewed. was like a 7. And Killzone's Shadowfall was also a seven, and yeah. like they weren't really that great when it came down to it. Breath of the Wild entered the ranks of Metacritic as like one of the top games. Next to Ocarina of Time, GTA Five. Yeah, it's, dude, did you see all the one hundreds? It is insane. It's a masterpiece. It yeah. is. No dude, question. The, the game is fucking fantastic. Oh my god! If you guys are not playing it, please. Stop listening to us right now even, and go pick even it up. Yeah, stop playing Horizon, you animals. Play this game. <laughs> Horizon. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Oh, Zero Dawn, yeah. Well, it's called Horizon. Zero Dawn's a sub. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, our buddy Consoles playing. Um, have you have you played Zero Dawn Horizon? Well, I hear it's very no, good. No, it's, I hear very good things about it. Yes. Just, Do you think it's over? Like, it's a very similar game to no, Zelda. No, they're, they're not. Both, they're what, not because there's a bow and arrow? No. Yeah, no. They're that's, like, that's like very... saying like Far Cry is the same game as Legend of Zelda. So tell me, because uh, just uh, on first glance, Horizon... It looks to me like what Far Cry Primal was supposed to be, and then add the, the technological yes. aspect. Yes, but I was also going to bring up a point that, I mean, I don't want to build on this at all or anything, but I feel like that idea behind Far Cry 3 kind of bled into Zelda a little bit. Big open world, towers to unlock areas, hunting, all that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, for one, Far Cry didn't do that first. Assassin's did. Creed did the towers first. Okay, fair enough. As but far as I know, even though it's Ubisoft either way, is Ubisoft. But it's, it's what Nintendo yeah. was saying before, how they're like really taking inspiration from American-style adventure they, they, games. They, 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 so they, they made a metaphor side of it. Uh, based on food. It was like the previous Zelda games, it was like Japanese food. Yeah. But for this game, it's like we're, we're, we're making Western food. Yes. Now... There's many, many, many differences to Horizon Zero Dawn compared to Zelda. Yes, they're both adventure games. Yeah, on the games. surface, they look basically the same. Just one looks a lot prettier. It's They're very different. Horizon Zero Dawn does have a major overlying story, but as far as I've heard, because I haven't played it yet, a major aspect of that game is hunting monsters. So like a monster is, hunter. Is crafting and getting materials to make better stuff that and gear for yourself. That sounds a lot yourself. like Zelda. You can't make gear for yourself. You, you buy gear. You know what okay. I mean? Like when it comes to the crafting side of stuff... It's more 
Horizon Zero Dawn than it would be for Well, yeah, there's been Zelda, plenty of games right? that have that, if you want to just bring it down to the bare bones, that open world where there's certain sectors, you climb up to the top of something to get a better view of the sector, yeah. and you find the stuff you find, the animals you kill and skin can then upgrade your weapons and shit. That's existed for fucking ever. Yeah. And to say that those two games, the fact that they have similar aspects or that they came out at the same time makes them the same game. Like I, I the oh, way I that they agree. play Granted, I have only seen reviews of Horizon, but I, from what I could see, it's it's very similar to that sort of genre of exploration action games as the Far Cry series. Yep. While Zelda, while seemingly taking some inspiration, also is has the different leg in the very old school Zelda yes. kind of exploration. Absolutely. In the way that you're exploring and the non-linear gameplay. And from what I hear, like the three major dungeons you could do in any order interchangeably. Yeah. Um, uh, four, I think. Okay, four of them. Four or five. You can't, you can't deny the fact that this is taking inspiration from itself, from yeah. its first Oh, no, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is still very blatantly a Zelda game. It is very different, mm. but you cannot compare them as apples to apples. Yeah. You can't. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm hoping that Skylofts are, you can unlock them near the end of the game. Like the, the birds? Like a, yeah, the birds. That'd be is that so what much they're called? I don't think they're called Skylofts. Yeah, no, called no, Skylofts. that's what the world no, is called. The, the world that, is that's Skylofts. the city. What are that's they called? a city. I can't remember now for the life of me. Something wings? I can't loft remember wing? now. I think loft, it's loft wings. Loft wing, uh, yeah, loft yeah, that, that, that yeah. would, okay. yeah. They're super cute. They are. I really are. like them. And they're so affectionate. Yeah, 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 they are cool. Beaks on you. Anyways, where were we going with this? <laughs> we, really we really don't have an agenda. <laughs> we, we were talking about the Nindies, and then we tangent into hard. I think we're done with the Nindies. Are we done with the Nindies? I Good, because I, uh, we'll, we'll see. Oh, we were talking about launch titles. Oh yeah, then we got into launch titles. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. T, but yeah, oh yeah, you were comparing to the PS4 launch, and yeah, I don't know why people complain saying there's not enough games at launch. Yeah, like how, like, how yeah, often are there when a system launches? There's more than one game that isn't garbage. But, yeah, well, I was gonna say, how many times is it not just that one definitive game that most people will just buy because that's the yeah. best option, right? Yeah, just the quite. I, I think maybe people are more concerned because Nintendo, because Nintendo relies so heavily on first party. Yeah. Whereas when you buy a PS4, you know there's going to be more games. There's going to be all like all the third, all the multi platforms yeah. are coming out. You know you're getting more, and that more will yeah. come. And you know you're going to get Watch Dogs five, six. Whereas seven. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo kind of has to into a different game. Nintendo has to earn Ubisoft. your trust that more games will come, and that it's not going to be you're not going to buy think, a half dozen games for the system, in, and that's going to be in its first, entire life cycle. Yeah, no, for sure. For we have sure. trust from Nintendo that there will be first party games. It's just the third party. No, no, every everybody does. Do you think we're going to see multi platform? That's, Cross-platform that's the, coming the onto the system. Will your Battlefields? Will your Call of Duty's come out mm, at launch? Depends. It depends. The issue right now is just graphical capabilities. They might need to make well, a different version the of the game. Because Dragon Quest XI is really graphically intense, and it's also coming to the Switch. It is, but it might be a graphically inferior version. That they might need to scale down for the Switch specifically. Yeah, I saw um, Game Explain play a demo. They they got onto the Japanese eShop, and they got a demo of Dragon Quest One and Two, and apparently the frame rate is bad. Really? Mm. Yeah. Now, maybe it was just a bad port. That's always an option. I mean, fair. Wait, Dragon Quest 1 and 2? Yeah, Heroes 1 and 2. Was, uh... Oh, the hero games. The hero oh, game, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I fair think, enough. I think that might be just a, a bad port. Which is going to happen. I mean, look at what happened. It, it doesn't necessarily have to do with graphical capabilities at that point. Look at uh, when Bayonetta came out. 
the game was developed for the 360. Mm-hmm. They ported it to the PS3, yeah, and, and the 360 was that definitive version of it. It, yeah. it always played better. There was frame rate issues and just wonkiness in general well, except for Bayonetta the Wii U on version PS3. was a great port of Bayonetta. It was, it had absolutely. Yeah. and all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah, but that's it comes down to how well you're going to port it as well. So I do see your point with that. It's, you know, it's, there's so many factors. There's so many variables with, with stuff like that. It's just going to make it harder for people to make the switch, no pun intended. It's a really if, hard one to Yeah, to if, if they're going into it just to get the Call of Duties, just to get the, let's say, Horizon Zero Dawns or the next well, Batman that, that's game. Well, that's a PS4 or, exclusive. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, I mean, fair enough, but not, not my point. It's just it's that it's more, style of game. We're looking those, at we're looking at uh, companies like EA, Activision, Ubisoft. Yep. Um, I think Nintendo has a great relationship with Japanese developers, so mm-hmm. I think we'll see a lot of Square Enix games. We'll see a lot of Level Five so. games. We'll see a lot of Konami games, but it's going to be the American developers that will probably have an issue. They yep. never developed for the 3DS. They never really developed for Nintendo in general, and I, I'm going to find it hard to believe that they will develop for the Switch. Okay. Let, let me pose a question to you, Rusty. Um, oh, hi. So, <laughs> I mean, with that in mind, and I do think you're absolutely right with that, if Square Enix does decide to release Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Switch... Which they have to. And arguably, and just for argument's sake, if you had a PS4 and a Switch, yeah. which would you go for? Come on. Switch, for sure. he's going to do the Switch. I don't have a PS4. <laughs> I know, but if you did, you know it's not going to look as good on oh, the Switch. I don't care. I think I'm going to go for PS4. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's a... Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 I want them to release it on, on the Switch, but if they haven't... If they have no plans to release the the HD ports to the Switch, I, I can't see them just saying, oh, here's part three, when yeah, Nintendo like, fans haven't had any access to these games. That's like everything they have, though, outside of, like, the small little games like uh, I Am Satsuna or what the hell is that game called? The Bravely Default-esque mm. style game. Octopath. There we go. Oh, yeah, Project Octopath. Beyond those smaller titles, like they need to get the next Final Fantasy on the Switch. They need to get Dragon Quest, which they're doing, which, which is great. Doing, there you go. So, so like Kingdom Enix, Hearts. Square Enix. Uh, I, I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven is probably comparable to Kingdom Hearts Three. And yeah, which they, is you know. they recently, well, not recently, Kingdom Hearts switched development from their uh, proprietary development or um, what the fuck is it? What? Huh? Repeat all that. You know, like uh, Square Enix has their own um, development kit or their own. Oh, it's their own engine. Engine. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. For. They actually switched over to Unreal. Yeah. And we know Switch and Unreal get along very well. They do. So absolutely. That's another. That's another plus for Kingdom Hearts Three coming to the Switch. And I think it will. I absolutely think it will. Yeah. I think they'd be think stupid re- not to. I think it's really far behind in uh, development, and I don't think it's anywhere close to being launched. Oh no, no, no! Like 2018, 2019 for yeah, sure. So, uh, like, that's a lot of time for the Switch to gain hype. Yeah. To sell units, create an install base, and then I think maybe we will. Yeah, so I yeah, back to the question I posed on whether or not it's going to get uh, multi-platform games. I don't think the Switch is ever going to get the flavor of the month multi-platforms. Your, your Watch Dogs, your Call of Duties, your Battlefields, like those first-person okay. shooters. If they do get them, it's going to be like a later port, like kind of like how Call of Duty Ghosts came out for Wii U, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And stuff like that, like scale down. I don't think it's ever going to be that system. However... Okay. I do think the Switch is going to do better than the Wii U. My concerns about the Joy-Cons and so on notwithstanding. Of course. It'll have a better install base, and I think Nintendo is going to be counting on a lot of custom uh, Switch 
games like Project Octopath, where developers are going to say, you know, just as they would make a game specifically for the 3DS, they would make a game specifically for the Switch. Yeah. I think we have a much larger chance of that happening with the Switch than it ever did with the Wii U. Yeah. yeah. And that's sort of what we're going to have to count on. And for me, like, and for any of us, like, we don't care about the battlefields of the world no it's never been no, no, our no, bag course. so yeah. what what i do want and it would be amazing if they could pull this off but i mean you guys know bloodborne obviously yeah that was a ps4 exclusive made yeah. by from software mm-hmm. if nintendo can sign a deal and maybe not necessarily get the souls games although that would be great well that's a bandai namco game and they have a what? great relationship with bandai namco no 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 is it yeah they publish it yeah, I think they do. Because it's dude, it's from software that develops it. Oh, so maybe it's their they publish game. it. Potentially, I can't remember off the top of my head. But what I'm saying is, they've already done it once with Sony. Yeah, making an exclusive game that is Souls esque. Well, there was a rumor back in the day that we were getting all Soul games. They were they were testing it at least. They were trying okay. to see if all the games could go on it. If it pans out, that's awesome. I want to see a Bloodborne situation happen. I want them to create a whole new world. Create a game like that yeah. exclusively for the Switch. Yeah, well, well, they used to do it for GameCube. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Not only that, they used to do it for Wii. They would make brand new experiences like Ghostbusters. When they launched on all the systems, they went back and they made like a cartoony style, which was really yeah. good. So if the install base is there and it's worth it for the companies to do, they will do it. Yeah, It's not like these companies have a, um, a horrible agenda towards the Nintendo it's just because there's no install base. And that's yeah. it's not personal. It's just business. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's just okay. they got to be smart about this. The way I'm seeing it is, again, with something like that situation from From Software, and I use I want to use it in a general sense. Yeah. Create a game that's exclusive. It doesn't have to be an exclusive Call of Duty or Battlefield, but something like an adventure game like that, they've already done it before well, and it works. Wouldn't, why wouldn't they put it in all the systems? Why, why do they have to make it exclusive to the Switch? Well, to have people go buy into the Switch. So oh, there's a Souls game. I think that's I something love Nintendo Souls. will have to, to make a deal with that exactly. company. Like, exactly. Like they did with Bayonetta. Yeah, of course. And that's what I'm saying. Like Nintendo needs to make sure that they do this right because they could have inferior versions of games that are out on better systems yeah. and that might not work to their advantage. Well, no, but if will, they get but... an exclusive game yeah. that is very similar or might be even better than something that's available mm-hmm. across platform that would you know allow people the incentive to buy their console because they're only going to get that experience but on there. I think there. the incentive is the portability of the Switch. So if you get a FIFA and it's the FIFA's coming out on all the systems, are you going to get it on the Switch or are you going to get it on the PS4? Well, the yeah. FIFA's like the sports games, I think I, I don't think the Switch will have any problem with the sports games, especially with the portability. I think that's going to be a big win. Yeah. But going back to your Battlefields, your Call of Duties, um, how about Nino Kuni? Whatever, whatever oh. the multi-platform, because the direction those are going are, are more spectacle, high def, 4K, super, super souped up graphics, which the Switch does not have as a strength. So I think the Switch is still going to be left behind on those, uh, a lot of those blockbuster AAA titles. So really, the Switch needs to survive off of games made for the Switch and not just downres ports. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, going back to Nino Kuni, yes. Oh my God, yes. Release that game on the fucking Switch. Okay, I that, oh. that game is graphically intensive. That, it is. I do, I do is. not think the Switch can handle that game. I think it being cell shaded will be incredibly forgiving for something like that, and I think it can work. Yeah, but even still, like I saw, it, it's 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 stunning. But there's no Studio Ghibli animation in it. That pisses me off. I think they're helping. They're just not putting their name on it. No, no, no. They got like the 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 composer is from Studio Ghibli, the the character designer is from Studio Ghibli, but there's no 
uh, 2D animation, which pisses me off a bit. Yeah. Uh, sorry, going on a bit of a tangent here. Did you hear the big news from like a few weeks ago? Miyazaki's back in business? Yeah. Of course mm. he is. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought Studio Ghibli was like not done, but like I thought they were just gonna well, go have you on seen a steady the last decline. Movie, the Red Turtle, it was an Oscar nomination. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know. I haven't, it? I haven't seen it yet. I need to. I watched I've been it. Wanting... It's it's, a, it's it's nothing like anything Studio Ghibli has ever done. Well, there's no dialogue in it. There's no dialogue. It's. I think they also partnered with a, 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 French, a French company. French is it Miyazaki company. or is it no? Nope. Oh, okay. Just Studio Ghibli. It, well, I think Studio Ghibli is. I don't know if it's like specifically their movie. I think they just bought the rights to the movie because it's the French animation studio that did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know the relationship, but you see Totoro at the beginning, and you see the French company. It's like oh yeah, it's a partnership. Of course, it's to me this seems more like Bayonetta two than anything else, right? Yeah. I'd like to see the, the the specifics of that deal because the animation is is. The quality is Studio Ghibli, but the style is not. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's what I'm thinking. I think Studio Ghibli had a big hand in, like, producing it. Yeah. And maybe funding them and potentially helping out in certain areas. But it was that French uh, animation team that did it. That did that movie much like you know again, this Bayonetta. For a fact? This is no, no, I think I yeah, think yeah, I mean this I, is I what I'm. Know, this yeah. is what I, I I would expect or from what I've seen because you're right. Yeah, the I'm animation curious. style is completely different. But yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's it. Cool. Do you guys that's have it. anything else to add? I don't know. Does anybody have an email that they want to read from the, the that plethora of emails that we've been receiving? Uh, no, I have a thought though. Okay. I mm. would like to see a combo game of uh, Kid Icarus and Star Fox Zero um, with regular controls on the Switch. Yeah. That, uh, I'd be cool with that. All right. Like, yeah, cause, like it's a crossover? No, no. Just a compilation. Oh. It's just Kid Icarus Uprising for the 3DS. Yeah. And Star Fox Zero in one package, but with just well, I traditional. I feel like that's a little much. Just release them for a lower price. Charge like $45 yeah, why, why bundle them together? Yeah. Well, I think I like the idea connection. of Pit and Star Fox. I feel like that's just going to piss people off. Like, let people buy both games if they want well, to. Well, it would be at a discount. It would be at like, it would be $60 for the price of two games. No, no. And fine. Fair enough. But I mean. Because both those games, I think, I played Uprising and the controls are a little cumbersome. I haven't been able to play Star Fox Zero yet, but I heard the controls are also a little cumbersome. And I'd like to see those games just because they're basically twin stick shooters, but Nintendo went kind of awkwardly. They uh, they awkwardly uh, did it. So yeah, I'd like to see them kind of just strip down of the unique control style and just uh, traditional controls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of awkwardly doing it <laughs> to completion. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Before you go, you know. Ah. Before you go, uh, you can find us on. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, so iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And more recently, I think we covered this on the last uh, podcast, PodBay. Yeah. Uh, our uh, email address is. Well, screw the email address anymore because no one's going to do that. But, um, <laughs> all right. But I think I think we got a nice Facebook page going. Now. We do have a nice. And well, it's, it's, it's up it's, already. It's gaining some steam. We're getting some comments on there. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to find us, it's just it's game and watch it with an ampersand. Yeah, if you have a question or want to leave a comment, do it there. Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, you can direct message us as well. Oh yeah, that's true. So that's too. Uh, that's going to go to either uh, RZ Rusty or I, and we'll be able to respond to it uh, fairly quickly. Yeah. I'm usually on Facebook Messenger a fair bit, so yeah, I think all of us are. That's how we communicate. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so guys, I, and uh, you, I, I'm hoping most of our listeners are thinking about getting a Switch. I already have one. And I hope you're enjoying yourself with it. Yeah, and go buy Zelda, you 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 plebs. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening and 